This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. Welcome, everybody, to another Drink of Ages radio show. Hope everybody's having a great night tonight. We are live over here at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive, drinking some pretty excellent brews. Uh, I'm having a beer right now from the guests that we're having on tonight's show, 11 Below Brewing Company. Drinking some of their pale ale. We're going to talk about that and a bunch of their other beers later on. Our music guests tonight, the badasses, Grifters and Shills, they will be playing some live music they're going to hear between the breaks, and then we'll get them on at the end of the show, learn more about what they're doing and what they have coming up. But uh, this episode of Drink of Ages is sponsored by Bell's Brewing Company. I want to welcome them to Texas. They are from Kalamazoo, Michigan, and if you're not familiar with them, you're going to get familiar with them because you're going to see them everywhere, but... Making some badass beer. Started out as a homebrew supply store in the early 80s, and now they are a very large brewery distributing all over the place and making some fantastic beers, such as the Am I Right or Amarillo, Texas IPA, yeah, just made just for us. And one of my favorites, the Two Hearted Ale. Uh, it's just a delicious beer. But look for that around town and, man, I'll draft it and package. But get some of the Bell's Brewing Company beers and, like I said, welcome them to Texas. Well, let's talk uh, with our guests on tonight's show because we have 11 Below Brewing Company. We have the three co-founders, Bryce, Brandon, and Jeff, hanging out tonight. Howdy, howdy. Howdy. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to Drink of Ages. It's been a while. Well, uh, as a matter of fact, the last time you guys were on, I was you not, were not here. We had, we had the uh, infamous Lenny in You had, you had right. Lenny out That's right. there That's right. uh, from St. Arnold. You had better things to do, apparently. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. It was a good time. As a matter of fact, because that was two years ago, about this time, yep. and I will be doing the same thing <laughs> next weekend that I was doing. Metal Cruise? What was <laughs> the this? The Flog and Molly Cruise. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yes. Nice. And that actually leaves uh, next weekend. All so. Right. Yep. So, be hopefully the game plan is to do the show from the cruise, and which it will. There will be a lot of beer and drinking involved, but it's Flog and Molly and no effects. So, that is my game plan: is to get Fat Mike on the show and see what we can actually air on ESPN. Yeah, right. So, how do we get your job? <laughs> I I have no idea. I don't even know how I did this. To be honest with you, but Flog and Molly Cruise. So yeah, I don't. That's, that's going to be fun. But I missed that one and heard you, you guys had a great time on the show. Uh, you were still kind of pretty fresh when that show happened. Oh, very. I don't think we'd even sold a keg at that point. No, so. I don't think we had either. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it was pretty early in the year. Or, or not early in the year. But yeah, yeah, it was like two months later is when you guys did right, your official actually, yeah, grand yeah, Right. Yep. right. Yeah, it was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Obviously, that's back at the old firehouse. And, uh, you know, three guys, wide up, wide-eyed, uh, wet behind the ears, you know, stupid. And we're still stupid. Um, but it was fun. I think a lot for us was just understanding what the hell was going on. It was it was exciting. Um, Firehouse. I, I'm born and raised in Houston, so you know, our Firehouse been there several times. But um, yeah, a little little butthole clinching, if I can say that on the air. Yeah, you know, a little nervous. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I, again, shout out to Lenny and Jerm. They did a good job. That is so welcome. Um, de- kind of de- degraded back to a drinking fest later, but you know, uh, as we are wont to do. Yeah. Yep. 
that's pretty typical of the show. So yes. I'm glad yes. that they held that up yes. while I was gone. Yeah. Uh, usually, um, yeah, a little bit of pint drinking does occur throughout the show. They would have made you proud. So. Uh, it was fun over at Firehouse Saloon. I, I, there's certain things I definitely miss about that place, and that sure. was just being at Firehouse Saloon, walking out, having a stage, and bands perform yeah. you know, at, at the, like a full big show. Now, we've had a few, you know, we'll have a show here tonight, and we've had some big bands come and play in here, and it's really loud and fun. <laughs> <laughs> so it it's is. definitely something that uh, you can always see what bands we have on uh, drinkofages.com or drinkofagespub.com. And, yeah, kind of get the list of who's coming up to play here. But, yeah, tonight's band, Grifters and Shills, man, fantastic stuff. And that's if you guys haven't had them out at the brewery, it's definitely some a band I recommend having out there. Okay. Yeah, looking forward to seeing them. Yeah. So, you guys, uh, 11 Below Brewing Company, you are there, like Beltway 249 area. Yes, sir. That, uh, speaking of, I mean, all of Houston's changed drastically. Oh, yeah. But even in the last couple of years, that area has changed drastically. Yeah. I would say yeah, Houston beer scene. I mean, just since we did our last, uh, I guess our last interview at Firehouse. I mean, I don't know how many breweries have opened up since then, but uh, yeah, I mean, the Houston beer scene uh, has changed quite dramatically. So yeah, lots happened since then. It definitely comes up, and and I don't know as with everything changing, new breweries opening up. I mean, has it changed your game plan any, or are you still sticking to the business plan, or have you noticed that all right, what we had in mind? Worked out perfectly, or hey guys, let's uh, let's do something different. Yeah, you know, let's change some stuff up a little bit. I mean, more or less, it's pretty much the same thing. It's just make good beer, something that people are gonna love in the hot weather that is Houston, and just kind of proceed as, as usual. I mean, we're always we've had a hard time just enough keeping up with the core brands to do any fun stuff or just outside the box stuff. So it's always just trying to find time to squeeze in batch X Y Z that's just fun and different. For, you know, the rest of the world, it's like, oh, what's Lembo going to come with next? You know, you got negative space, but then, like, what's the what's the next fun version of it? Like a I don't think you can kind of actually beer. keep up with what people have no. in their mind no, when, when they're demanding from breweries. Yeah. It's a losing battle, pretty much. Yes. So, yeah, you can't keep the people happy. It's just all there is to it. Now, well, you keep them happy by making some great beers they can just sit around and drink all the time. Now, you're a good point, and I think something that we kind of observed uh, as we, obviously, we're elder statesmen, and I say that uh, kind of tongue-in-cheek is, you know, we're two years old here in about a month or so, and because of the dearth of new breweries, we're kind of looked at as some of the older, as one of the older breweries, which is odd, and again, we're only two years old. Uh, but, you know, I think the question asks, you know, what have we seen as changes in terms of our original business plan to the, to the new one is there's so many new breweries, again, in Houston, and we're in the suburbs, you know, so... Tap space in town is hard to get now. You know, I don't know that we we anticipated competition, sure, but to see the explosion of growth of, of breweries has been it's been it's been great. Don't get me wrong, it's been fantastic. But you kind of have to dodge and weave a little bit more because you know taps are hard to get now. Well, and and you're not only competing against the local breweries again. Like I was talking about, Bell's coming in yep. town now. That all of a sudden, hey, there's a beer scene in Houston. These breweries are looking, going, we can make money there. Yeah. So oh, yeah. now it's competition with everybody else trying to get their beer here. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of new natural brands here that weren't here two, three years ago. I mean, it's it's getting way more competitive in Texas yeah. because the threshold for craft beer is just going up, up, up. So it's, I mean, it's a good time to be a beer but drinker so, yeah, in Texas because be alive, yeah. the consumer wins right now. There's a lot of fun, good beer pouring into the state. So it's a, it's a good time to be alive. Yep. Yeah. 
I definitely agree with that. Uh, we started the show four years ago, and just what I've seen over the last four years is just a huge drastic change. Because, I mean, in the beginning, it was like, hey, Brock, you want to come back on? Right. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> there wasn't a whole lot out there. Right. And, and so now it's just, I mean, there's, yeah, there's so many different breweries to choose from. And the good thing is that most of them are making some really good beers. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So... The, the nice thing also is that with the laws changing and uh, allowing breweries to sell beer at, in the tap room. Now, you guys uh, production or you set up a brew pub? Okay, so you can't really take advantage of being a brew pub as much. Did, is it something that you guys thought about maybe switching? or we, We're actually in the process yeah. right now of switching. So we just signed with Benny Keith to handle a chunk of our distribution, and that allows us to now be considered a brew pub, and so we can sell beer to go once that goes through so it'll be a however long tbc decides to to make it take but we'll be able to do beer to go so we'll we'll have a pretty fun beer to to sell to go for our first time being a brew pub so it'll be it'll be worth the wait but yeah it's it's in the works yes. yeah and it makes sense now that that law's changed I mean, it's just kind of as soon as everybody switches over to brew pub, then they're going to come back with the new. Okay, well now if you're a production brewery, yeah. you're going to be able to. Sell. No, of course, of course yeah. they will. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but it's, it's only a matter of time before they're like, oh no, everybody can sell beer to go. It's like, all right, well we just got the new permit for no reason. So, yeah. but I mean, that's the way the state works. So. Yes, exactly. How can we collect some money and then wait for a little while and collect more money? Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, it's good. That's what they do. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll get back. We'll talk more with the 11 Below Brewing Company. And right now, let's listen to some Grifters and Shills. Bring your babies. Be right back. This is Chris from Beers Looking at You, the newest craft beer spot in Clear Lake, Webster area. If you're coming down to Galveston or stopping by NASA, check us out every day, noon to midnight. You can bring in your own grower. You can pick one up here. We have 39 taps to choose from. We're half beer store. We've got everything from Houston, Texas, and beyond. Be sure to check out our live draft list on our website, beerslookingatyou.com, or through the Digital Pour app. Hope to see you soon. Thanks. Hey, we're down here in Dickinson, Texas, at a new winery and cider company, Duo, and we have the owners, Craig and Raquel, hanging out. Tell us about your company. We have over 20 varieties of wines from our family vineyard. We currently have our Rodeo Star brand hard apple and cherry ciders available on draft and 16 ounce cans with more delicious varieties on the way. We are open from Wednesday to Friday from 4 to 10 p.m., Saturday from noon to 10 p.m., Sunday from noon to 6 p.m. Check us now on Facebook. Venha nos visitar. I'm gonna lay down my burden down by the riverside, down by the riverside, oh, down by the riverside. I'm gonna lay down my burden down by the riverside. I'm gonna study, oh, no more. I ain't gonna study one no more. Ain't gonna study one no more. Ain't gonna study, oh, no I'm gonna lay down my burden down by the riverside, down by the riverside, oh, down by the riverside. I'm gonna lay down my 
back on and I'm your host John Didman, DJ Muskratch is a producer making all the good music in between taking us in and out of our breaks and we are talking with 11 Below Brewing Company Bryce, Brandon and Jeff so yeah, man, uh, you guys are a couple years into it now about to be two year anniversary coming up in May uh, sometime around then you already started plotting out that yeah the uh, anniversary party is going to be on April 8th and that's when we're going to release our our barrel-aged stout, which is called Big Mistake, so... Um, <laughs> Radio C's hands. Yes. He's Italian, he's so Italian. It'll, it'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll release basically the second version of it, the 2017 version of it, at the at that party, and it, it was really freaking fantastic last year, so... And we've had some samples from the barrel, and it's, it's pretty killer this year, too, so really excited to do it. We're going to do some fun variations of it, too. Last year, it was just like, hey, here's Big Mistake, and then more Big Mistake. This year, we're going to do some fun variants of it, so it'll... It'll be fun. We'll have a good crowd out there, and it should be a, a good time with a with a really good beer. So, well, like uh, big mistake. Let's talk about that beer because okay. the name, you know, kind of says a big mistake. Yes. So, how did that beer happen? So, and was it planned? Uh, like a not as much big mistake. So yes, and, yes and no. So the name comes from the fact that when we got the the barrels sort of offered to us, uh, we were three months old. And the, distrib- the, the distillery down the street from us, Whitmire's, they were like, hey, we just dumped out some bourbon barrels. They're like five or seven years old. We're like, yeah, uh, yeah, we probably need those. And then um, we get them. We're like, what the hell are we going to do with these things? We've made 10 batches of beer so far. We don't need these. And so we're like, okay, we need more. Let's call up Yellow Rose and see if they have any barrels as well because we needed more to blah 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 brewing stuff and so we we got some more from them we're like all right now we've got all these barrels what are we going to do with it so the idea was just to brew a big ass stout throw it in there and cross your fingers and hope it comes out good and that's what we did so for our 11th batch of beer i mean we had never done anything over like a six six percent beer and so we're like all right let's do a bit let's uh, brew a big ass stout and see what happens with it and aged it for like seven eight months in a mixture of uh, rye and and bourbon barrels and what came out of it was pretty fantastic. We blended it all together, and the, the blend was really good, and just kind of rolled with it. So when we did it again, we're like, all right, let's do the same thing, but bigger and better. So this year it's all Yellow Rose barrels, and it's a 50-50 blend of rye and bourbon. And, uh, you know, the rye is good, the bourbon's good, but when you blend them together, it's like, oh, man. Really good. It just, Very like, good takes good. it next yep. level. So yeah. it's, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty fun beer. It's kind of unique with the blend, so it's... 
it's pretty tasty. And it's you know it's almost twelve percent, so it'll it'll get the party started. Yeah, that's a good way to start the morning. Yeah, it's breakfast. Yeah. yeah. So what what size barrels did you get from Yellow Rose? They're fifty three gallons, so they're like the proper yeah, whiskey. Yeah, big size know. barrels. We, you know, doing a 20, 30 gallon doesn't. It's such a pain to deal with it. So getting those fifty threes are nice because you can let it ride for a while and do its thing, and and it's not as labor intensive. So that helps. But. So you guys, uh, big mistake. You also have your seven iron, oso bueno, lame duck, colorblind, negative space, which is going to be my beer in the next, like after this one. Because that's a good nine and a half percent imperial milk, chocolate milk stout. Dessert. Yeah, it should lead us greatly into the fourth segment. <laughs> and, and big mistake. But uh, what, what so far has been like your biggest seller? Oh, also, Bueno's our best seller. So I mean, it's it's forty percent of sales. It's uh, just a good, easy drinking amber that you can you know have a few dozen of and and have a good time with it. So it's just a it's got good balance to it. It's refreshing, so it's good in the hot weather. So, but they all have their own unique, like, kind of time and place to have that beer. But that one's just kind of the, the do-all beer. So, so also bueno. I mean, that's that's the good beer. So, how did how did that name come? I know like our nice grizzly beer that we have yeah. here at the pub, our little mascot over there. But uh, how did that name come? That was uh, like most things in our life. It was a drunken epiphany. Uh, I think we're at Brandon's house watching some football game, and uh, we had a pilot batch. And this is obviously before we started any of our, of our brewing. We're just home brewing and whatnot, and had a beer. And you know, we I was probably about I don't know, seven, eight, nine beers in. Who knows? Uh, Moss, Moss Moss hands me a, a pint, and I'm like, man, this is this is really good. And I'm like, man, this is this is oh so good. Oh, so this is oh so bueno. And then it, like the light bulb went off. Um, and so that was part of it. Um, and then we we had a bunch of names that we were kind of uh, playing with, and we gave it to our, our marketing firm, uh, a little shout-out to Caliber Creative out of Dallas, Texas. And those guys just came up with um, just the bear, and we fell in love with it, you know. And, and so it had to stick. And, uh, yeah, you know, our, our, we, 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 if you've seen our stuff on shelves, we're not, we try not to take ourselves too seriously. I mean, we're serious about obviously what we do. Obviously, it's, it's, our, it's our baby, but our branding is, is whimsical. It's fun. You've got, you know, a, a luchador bear. You've got a, rain, a unicorn, a blind unicorn shooting you know, rainbows uh, out of its horn. Um, the big mistake and, you know, a little, little riff on uh, Spaceballs. Um, when you see the big mistake cans coming out this summer, you're going to laugh. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I mean, we try to have fun with it. No, that's that's beer. Beer is fine. Beer is a yeah. social lubricant. I mean, it's what it's what brings people together. Yeah. And if it's not fun, have another. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> until it becomes fun. Until it becomes fun. If it's not fun, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. So. Exactly. So we're talking with Eleven Below Brewing Company, and so the Lame Duck Pale Ale uh, is man, what's the Pale Is that the Pale we have on right now? That yep. I've actually been drinking. So very nice, nice little hot bite to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Something you can sit around and drink a few of, five and a half percent. Not bad at all. The colorblind is one that we have here that I think that's what we sell more of of cans of you guys of yours is a colorblind. People really like that red IPA. Yeah, it's yeah. just something different. You know, there's not a lot of people who make a red IPA, so that's why we kind of did it just to be a little bit unique and different. So it's got a bunch of mosaic hops in it. It's got some centennial in it. So it's just a, a fun, juicy red IPA that's you know it's. Sessionable at 6.3%, you know, as, as sessionable IPAs go. So it's just juicy and fun, and, you know, it's it's relatively easy going for, for what it is. So some of those big red beers are kind of sticky and, 
kind of linger around a little bit. This too much malt. A yeah. lot of malt. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. the, the body is, is a lot heavier. Yeah. 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 yeah, this one's fairly light. It's dry. It's it's fairly, I guess, easygoing as a red IPA goes. Yeah. So we should do a double red IPA at some point, like a nine percent. That would nine percent. Yeah, that'd be it's that. like done. Double, we'll double now, I mean, That's a great idea. John approves. Double I definitely approve. John approves. Yes, that'd be good. Something. Yeah, a double blind. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's taken. A little poker. All the good names are taken. It has to be kind of hard to name. Well, that's why apparently it is hard because people are coming up with some pretty ridiculous names for beers now. It's awful. Yeah, just because it know, should be fun, and it takes all the fun out of it when every single name oh ever is, is taken. So, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get sued, but you don't want to have a boring name. It's like, what do you, what do you do? So you, you Google, and then you Google some more, and then you Google some more. It's, it's yeah, I mean, names don't even make sense anymore. It'd be like John's Boxers IPA. Yeah, it's like, you know what? <laughs> it's not taken. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. It's taken now. It yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> that would be our collaboration beer. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, John. Eleven below. Drink of Ages collab. Uh, what's John's the, what's, boxers. What's the beer style? Uh, it's gonna be a, a it's IPA. Be brown. Yeah. No, it's gonna be brown. It's a brown. It's a brown. It's a brown, <laughs> it's a brown. It's a brown IPA. Taking it too far. Big sulfur aroma. Like Fantastic. Yes. yes. We can call that one the Oso Cafe. Yo. <laughs> so the the brown bear the brown for bear. Oh, also <laughs> not bueno. Yeah. Also <laughs> cafe. Or also no bueno. Also sucio. <laughs> the dirty bear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, something Done. like that. Sold. 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 Those two beer names. It's awesome. Yeah, beer names, man. I mean, because there, there's a lot of ridiculous ones, but um, yeah, it has to be hard. So I mean, with uh, you guys have anything coming up? The, like in the works of some other beer styles that you're thinking about doing. I know you got the surprise for anniversary party for that one, but I mean, is there some other things you guys are wanting to do that you've been test batching? I mean, the we're gonna get more into the hoppy side of things. I think uh, this year, right now, it's you know managing the beers that we've got and keeping up with production is the the biggest thing right now. Um, there will be obviously when the season comes there will be more negative space we will do more big mistake as well um, but uh, with some additional tanks that we've got you know there's obviously some variety that we can we can do and as we transition to a brew pub that gives us the opportunity to do some fun can releases at the brewery and, and have some fun with unique one-offs and this that and the other so there's nothing tied down at this point but definitely we we've got a lot of fun hops in the in our cold room right now, so I would expect to see those unleashed uh, sooner rather than later. So everybody loves hoppy stuff, so that's just that's a no brainer. Yeah. So you know, I mean, you guys have a solid lineup, but just with with anything, I mean, it's it's like I, I people ask me for a drink of ages shirt, and I'm like well, I just don't really like looking at my logo anymore. <laughs> so I mean, after you've done the same thing, it's just one of those like, hey, what can we do different? You know, just yeah. I, the fact that we, we've, you know, Benny Key's taken over a portion of our territory, and so that's really freed us up to really focus more on just recipe development and just things in the brewery rather than get back out to, there self-distributing, yeah. selling beer, and so forth. Doing so, brewery things. Yeah. Yes. So, Making beer. Making yeah. beer. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think, yeah, the latter half of this year, I think you'll start seeing a lot more fun stuff coming out of 11 Below, for sure. Yeah, I would say it, it, it's been tough. Um, you know, a lot of we, the, the knocks that we get or the oh, criticism is like a better term. It's like, you know, they're like, guys, you have the same beers over and over. Or when I come in, I want something new. And we're like, hey, we're just we're doing everything we can do to obviously keep the lights on. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it's a hustle. Like so, said, competition coming in, um, 
you know, the consistency is number one. With so many new breweries coming in, at some point in time, the market's going to say, okay, I, I've, I've, I've had enough mediocre soap water, dishwater beers. I need to make sure that the market will correct itself. Well, when the market corrects itself, we need to make sure that we get, our beers will survive. Yep. Make sure that, not just ours, anybody's. Um, but you're absolutely right. I mean, with, with um, for us, it, it, it was from day one, it was consistency, consistency, consistency. Uh, can we make sure that our beers, number one, are good the first time you have it, good the second time you have it, good the tenth time you have it, good the twentieth time you have it, et cetera, et cetera, ad nauseum. Um, the story I always like to tell, everyone gives Bud a bad name, Bud Miller Coors. I guarantee you the same Bud you had today will taste the same 20 years from now. Okay. Now, I'm not going to get into the processes of, well, yeah, we'll only use adjuncts and all that crap. I get that. That's not the point. There's point a is. whole different science yeah. to what they're brewing. Exactly. But but in the day, it is consistent, and that's what you're shooting for. I, I, as a consumer, as a drinker, you want to have fun. I get that. I do, too. But when I come into the bar after work one day, when I want my beer X, I want it to taste like I remember it to taste. You know, I want it to be good, refreshing, reliable. reliable. Exactly. My expectations are, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a mediocre, I'm a moderate, uh, ugly guy, so my expectations are always low for everything. <laughs> you know, but my, my beer expectations are always a little bit higher. You have again, a face for radio. I do have a face for radio. Yeah, and uh, and a voice for sign language, but whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is tough. I mean, it's always a challenge because again, there's there's so many good new breweries coming up. Uh, you know, shout out to the Buffaloes of the world, the Brashes of the world that come out with fun, esoteric one-offs, and they're great. You know, it just that's just not our business model. And I think if people are like, it does not compute. I don't understand why you guys don't do. Well, that. then at the same time, it, it, we are living in an untapped check-in world right now, and oh boy. instead of just going out and enjoying beer, it's right. like let me get another badge. Let, so. me, let me tick this and then tick it again and then tick it again. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, time to take another break because I am out of beer and it's time to get some of that uh, negative space. Yeah. And actually, man, we're, we're all getting a little low on beer. So take a quick break, listen to some more Grippers and Shills, and we'll be right back. Hey, good beer drinkers, this is Garrison, the head brewer of Spindle Tap. If you're digging IPAs these days, you should definitely try our new West Coast-style IPA, Hop Gusher. You're going to get a lot of dank tropical notes from the excessive amounts of Amarillo, Citra, Mosaic. We just started canning it last week, so come pick it up fresh from our brewery at 10622 Hirsch Road. You can also get it freshly poured at Drink of Ages Pub. Also look for it at your nearest grocery store soon. Check us out at SpindleTapBrewery.com. If you'd like to market your business to the craft beer community, please contact Drink of Ages at 832-617-0201. That's 832-617-0201. Or message us at Facebook.com slash Drink of Ages. Find us on Twitter at hashtag Drink of Ages and get all contacts and podcast info at drinkofages.com. On the banks of the river Where the willows hang down And the wild birds are horrible With a long morning sound Now I lie on my bed. And I 
Drinking Beaters, we are back on. Hope everybody is having a great night tonight, being safe out there, drinking some good beers. Uh, I am definitely drinking a really good beer right now. It is our guest tonight is Eleven Below Brewing Company, having some negative space. Their Imperial Chocolate Milk's at nine and a half percent, so it is a good sessionable ABV. Uh, very light bodied, <laughs> easy. No, but it is dessert right here. I mean, yeah, this is uh, really, really good. Yeah, this is our big fun, like you know, winter air quotes beer that's uh we released it on november 11th because we're number nerds chocolate milk stout with uh with cinnamon ancho chilies and cocoa nibs so it's it's kind of like mexican hot chocolate in a in a glass but yeah it's it's desserty it's sweet it's got yummy flavors and smells it's a it's a it's a fun beer so and it's uh we still have some of it left but it's pretty much you know made its season so so let's get back to, uh, and, and like I said before, it is a really good beer. And as everybody listening, we're putting down one of these 13-ounce glasses of it, so it should only get better. Yeah, right. um, it's the proper size pour. So. It is. So let's get to, to some of the things, because like I said, I did listen to the show that you guys were on, and that was a great job by the St. Arnold guys hosting the show for me. But... Um, but let's say uh, for people that have been introduced to you guys recently or something, Eleven Below. I mean, let, let's get like, where did that name come from? Go ahead, Brandon. No, Jeff, this is all you, man. No, no. So <laughs> here's Brandon. Well, uh, okay. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. Uh, so Eleven, you know, so we're all, we're all engineers. We're we're all technical guys. We like playing with the numbers and so forth. So. Uh, so we're all like oil field workers, and uh, so we wanted a name that kind of tied us back to our former lives in the oil field. And uh, so we chose 11, 11 below. It's uh, the difference in gallons between a barrel of oil, which is 42 gallons, and a barrel of beer, which is 31 gallons. So 42 minus 31. There you go. 11 below. Yeah. So how does that come up with that? Pretty I mean, that's, 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 I mean, it's very simple. But it's very well thought out at the same it's time. It's kind of like beer names. You know how there's all these beer names that are taken? There are a lot of brewery names. When there's like 5,000 breweries out there, it's hard to come up with something interesting, different, and then relevant yeah. to what you are. So Yeah, we had a very long list of names. Of that just awful, awful, <laughs> awful names. So. The vast majority of them were terrible. This was the but least there bad. Was, I mean, it's, at, at one point when you're naming stuff, you really just start throwing out some really bad things, yeah. and a lot of them get pretty vulgar. Yeah. Or just yeah. just garbage in general. So we had a lot of bad names. I'm sure if we pulled that spreadsheet up of all our other names, it would be embarrassing. We still <laughs> so, have that spreadsheet. Yeah, so. we do. Yeah. It's, we'll break that up one of these days. It, it, was, it was bad. So yeah. all in below, just kind of, I don't know, the number kind of speak to us. It was simple. And then when the marketing firm came up with the graphics for it, we're like, "Damn, that's slick! Like, I like what you did there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do that." It felt right then. Once we had some graphics to kind of tie into the name, it was like, you know, well done. Let's let's do it. So that kind of sealed the deal. Yeah. Once you wrote the check to the marketing firm, you're like, yeah. "Okay, we're not writing yeah. more checks. That's <laughs> we, it. We literally sealed the deal. That is what we're doing. Here's the check. Here you go. Thank you very no, much. No, it is, man. The marketing firm has done a great job to just let you yeah. guys know. Yeah, man. appreciate it. Logo, logo is fantastic. Logo's cool. Yep. The cans they did are really, really pretty slick. So they've they've uh, they've earned their keep, more or less. <laughs> Well, uh, so you got the anniversary coming up, but you also were celebrating something else coming up really soon, and that's a 40th birthday party. And I don't know who all here has had the 40th birthday just yet. 
Yeah, so Brandon's had one. Yeah, yes. yeah. Bryce, not yet. Nope. But Jeff's about to celebrate his 40th birthday. <sighs> yes, yes, John, thank you for reminding me how old I am. Um, yeah, so March 2nd is, uh, everybody knows, Texas Independence Day. Um, also, if you didn't know, it was uh, Dr. Seuss's birthday. Um, and so I'm associated with a uh, basically a, a maniacal cat and the great state of Texas. Two fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I guess if there's two to pick, I might as well do those two. Uh, but yeah, you know, born and raised in Houston, so uh, you know, Bobcat fight never dies. Uh, class '95, Cypher High School. Uh, graduated University of Houston, and uh, it's uh, it's been a blessing, John. It's been a good ride. It's been a real good ride. Well, let's see. You made it this far. I made it this far. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. And I'll be I'll be honest with you, like myself, I will be 42 coming up in a couple weeks, nice. March 13th. Okay. And so it's. One of those numbers that I never really thought I would ever actually hit. Part of the reason because of lifestyle, <laughs> the fun <laughs> things we did growing up. That's right. But, uh, but you know, we're here. That's we're right. here. Uh, and and now, I mean, you guys are you guys have a brewery. That's pretty pretty badass. So, I mean, it's a place that uh, ten years ago is this anywhere you thought you'd be in life? Ooh, good no, question. No, 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 no. 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 John, I, I've got three kids. Um, 15, 13, and 11. 10 years ago, trust me, I was just trying to get some sleep. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. My man over here knows what he's talking about. He's nodding his head with his baby. He's like, yep, yep, yep. Uh, but no, I mean, I will say this. You know, our, our brewery, we're, we're coming on two years. Um, this was probably a six year plan. I mean, it took us almost four years to get things together. I mean, a lot of people see the breweries probably left and right and they think, oh, yeah, well, we can start a brewery just like that. And it's not. You know, and again, I, I don't, I don't mean to rain on parades, but you know, it's a lot of planning, it's a lot of work. You have to do your homework. You can't rush into it. Um, and it was four years. Well, again, I have two engineers as partners, and I love them and I hate them, um, just because again, they went through every detail fifteen thousand times. We hate uh, you too. Which so is fine. Okay. They hate me too. Uh, but it's what you need. You know, it's it's a good partnership. But yeah, I mean, I want people to recognize that. You know, I mean, yeah, two years. Um, it seems like it's it's gone by for us really quickly, but we we worked to get here. I mean, it's it's a lot of work, and uh, as chat, again, that's that that's uh, hats off to all the breweries that's opened up because I mean we understand you know the struggles they've gone through uh, to get here, and so it's, it's it's a good time. It's no sleep. No, it is a lot. Of, it's very no little sleep. sleep. Very little sleep. No, congratulations on all the success, and and honestly, to have have three engineer. And three engineers, but also three engineer brains trying to work on one project together. <laughs> Had to be pretty We never fun. said it was easy. I mean, yeah. really, I mean <laughs> let's, let's be honest here. Yeah. I mean, we, we, it wasn't functional either, yeah. so we, we overcame. In the end, yeah. when we, we, we all agreed that this was the best direction for us to move, then, you know, it, yeah. Adapt, Honestly, uh, it's, yeah, it, it's adapt and overcome. I mean, that, I mean, honestly, I would, I would, in a partnership like this, it would be okay. Everybody gets a quarter, and then, yeah, you know, heads or tails, and then whatever ends up winning, that's the direction you go. Right. Yeah. No. It's, it's kind of the way it goes. It's, yeah. yeah. It's not easy, but it's it's a hell of a lot of fun, and uh, at the end of the day, it's beer. Well, so, at the end of the I day, mean, yeah, you're making, you've created a company. You're making that, beer, you're selling beer. That you're selling a tremendous amount of beer, and you're working hard to keep up, and that's a fantastic yeah. problem to have. It's yeah. a little surreal sometimes, but it's it's a blessing. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's it's hard to have a bad day. So. What about any expansion plans? Oh, I'm glad you asked. We uh, we just recently added two uh, 90 barrel fermenters to the brewery. So that was what maybe three or four weeks ago. Yeah. So that effectively doubled our, our production capacity. Um, I know, John. Like you've been you've been to the, to the brewery before. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got a lot of room to grow. I mean, it's a big warehouse. I mean, our goal is again. We all live three miles from the brewery at 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 worst. 
so that's an area we really want to grow up, and, and and all of our kids go to schools out there. So you know, we're not we're not here to move. I mean, we want to we want to be there and grow grow the champions, Tomball Springs, Cypress area. Um, and yeah, like I said, we if, if everything works out well, knock on wood. Um, you know, we'll be there for eight plus years at least. Um, if yeah. we grow out before that, then we did some right. You've done something great. Yeah, yes. exactly. Fantastic. Uh, no, uh, I wish you guys you know, continued success, and, and I'm glad you guys were able to come and hang out. It's been too long. Uh, yeah, it has been yeah, a while. Just w- way too long. So it's the first string of ages with freaking John Denman. With John, I know. Yep. Wow. I'm gonna. And we're I'm, still mostly sober. Eh. Uh, that part's good. Give we or can, take. We can fix that. <laughs> Negative space. We can fix that. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming out. Uh, happy birthday, Jeff. Thank you, sir. For sure. And man. More information on the anniversary party real quick. April 8th, uh, 12 to 5, no tickets needed. Come as you are, drink Big Mistake responsibly, of course, and just have a good time, hang out, food trucks, live music. Enjoy yourself. It's a celebration. All right, 11 below, just look that up, and you'll find all the information you need about you guys. And even find pictures of you. I mean, I like your website. They did a good job of that. Thank you. Thank you. You can find some truths and some facts, you know, and some things about these guys if you look look up 11 below. It's all lies. (laughs) (laughs) It's all marketing. All right. Appreciate you guys hanging out, and we're going to take another break. And when we get back, we'll be talking with Grifters and Shills. start a brewery or distillery or you've been around for years the badass folks at cast branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel cast branding does it all from imprinted glassware coasters koozies tin tackers and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts t-shirts and caps their apparel decorating options are top-notch offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel artwork services and samples are always free why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cast branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out castbranding.com All right, Drink of Ages, we are back, and now we are hanging out with Rebecca and John, uh, the Grifters and Shills, badass band here from Houston, Texas, plays some great Americana, uh, do kind of, it's just some good music. Yeah, we enjoy doing it, man, we really do. It's good to see you again, John. Man, actually, when I walked in the pub and I saw you guys, it was like, I knew I was going to see you, but I'll be honest with you, it was refreshing. Yeah. Aww. It was refreshing to walk in, because uh, I think the last time, was you guys were playing over off of Richmond. That's right. Uh, yeah. I think, and that's been a while. It's been, it has seven been years. three, almost yeah. three years now. No. Yeah, yes. but the beard hasn't changed. No, I saw no. your beard, beard is like, I know I'm home. Same. No, honestly, it has because of some of the red strands 
have fallen out. <laughs> the ones that were left <laughs> are no I wasn't longer there. Say anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what, you know, first I blame, you know, being married. And then I started like, okay, well, then it has to be the kids. And now I have teenagers. And at this point, it's just like, oh, man. Yeah. They age you quickly. <laughs> I have heard. I have heard. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, but you guys have been playing a whole lot of music in a lot of different places. Yeah, we've been we've been busy. Uh, the schedule has it's really picked up, and man, we're we're fortunate. This town is it's got it's got a lot of opportunity. It's got a lot of people willing to support what we're doing. Which, you know, we're we're songwriters, so we're we're going out and we're 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 kicking the hell out of a stomp box and hitting a banjo, and people are liking it. And it's you feel very fortunate to be able to do it. I do I do what I can to keep up with this one because this oh, one stop. does the songwriting, <laughs> the lyric writing, and all that. And so we're a good team. We're a good team. I couldn't uh, do it alone. A very good team. I mean, and, and the, just uh, the way you guys, way you guys, because I, I remember you guys played on the show when we were over on News Nine too. Yeah, way that's back right. in the day. That's right. And so you know, a little husband wife duo. Yes. Which is always nice, and, and the fact that y'all are still smiling at each other when you look at each other that, that's <laughs> that's amazing. She hadn't left it me. It is yet. amazing <laughs> yes. in so many ways. Yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> And she's like, I'm laughing now, but I'm plotting out your murder later. Yeah, right. As soon as that car door closes, I'm going to hear about it. <laughs> but, you know, but you guys met in a previous band. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. I, I was in a, it was kind of a cover band, kind of a jam band. And they were close to my house at the time. And so it was a good chance to just hang out with musicians. And we put out an ad for a guitarist. And after several bad auditions, this guy showed up. And it was instant chemistry, like right away. So we spun off very shortly thereafter because it was very obvious that's what we needed to be doing <laughs> with our time. Yeah. Yeah. We spun off to do, we were going to, we just thought, well, let's do an acoustic duo, keep it simple. I'll play acoustic guitar. She'll sing. I'll keep my mouth shut. You know, we'll pick up a few coffee shop gigs or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it took a totally different route than that. We just, I don't know, we couldn't sit still. And so we, we started writing, and we had a lot more fire and, and energy and I don't know, kind of the punk ethos kind of informs a lot of what we do, and and so we just couldn't we couldn't sit still and play kind folk songs, and and so that's kind of where it. How but it's it not went. you guys. Your your show. You're not just sitting around playing a guitar and singing. There's a lot of things that goes on while you guys are playing. It's yeah. a variety show. We we kind of we kind of bring the whole family with us, and people always comment that you know we have a lot of stuff, and we certainly have gotten it pared down as much as we possibly can. <laughs> But we use everything that's on that stage, and it's 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 from an honest place too. I mean, if we if we write a certain song that's got like this kind of this death dirge march thing going on, like I don't want a guitar on that. I want a banjo. It's got that skeleton death thing happening, um, and so we'll express that way. And and so well, it's, it's just pretty phenomenal that you have that in your bag, just to go. You know oh, what would be gosh. good right now, <laughs> and then be able to get break it out and play it. And we're we're fortunate to be able to to do it and. And to have our health, minus my throat recently, um, but to have our health to, to be able to do it. And every every time we go out, I'm like, man, I got to work on my right hand technique. It's not so good these days. And people <laughs> tell me like, oh, it's good. And I'm like, no, it could be better. Have you heard this guy? And you know that. So that happens. It's always room to improve. And well, it's, it's an ongoing process. <laughs> I, I recently got my guitar back out. And I'm like, you know, I'm gonna start playing guitar again. And it's just just. Like you're saying, my left hand goes. It, my fingers don't want to bend and move as fast as I want them to. Yeah. yeah. And you look at your hand like I'm telling you what to do, and I do, do it, it, man. <laughs> right? What's wrong with well, you? Well, and it's intimidating too because 
you know, we, we have a like a first Thursday of the month um, gig over at EQ Heights where we have a, another songwriter from Houston join us every month, somebody different every month. And it's intimidating because you're hooked up with so many different songwriters in this town, and everybody I see is like, man, that guy is really good. It's a whole lot of talent. <laughs> everybody yes. has some talent. We're like, oh, that's a, he's a great lyricist. He's really, really great with the guitar. And there's always somebody to kind of measure yourself up against and, and to feel bad about and, <laughs> right. and, uh, and to see where you can improve, too. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's why I don't listen to other radio shows. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it is. Keep it keep it simple. It's like, right. am I having fun? Yeah, I'm yep, having fun. Definitely. Well, they don't have as much beer either. So. Yeah, that's also true. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, I mean, if, if, uh, radio, if radio shows allow 32 taps in their studio, <laughs> what would, yeah. I don't know. It would get really bad. There would yeah. be a lot of words said <laughs> yeah. that should not be said on the radio. Right. Right. Yes. yes. Oh, maybe you'd improve things overall. You never know. People might like it. <laughs> I would like it. <laughs> yeah. It could get more fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. So you guys uh, have Watershed came out recently, 2014. So yeah. it's right. been a little while a little since while. you guys released anything. But yeah. I was reading that you guys have a, a little religious um, album coming out. Yeah, it's a. Um, we'll put it out in June, and it's a. It's a project we wanted to do for a while. It's it's all traditional and gospel songs, and so um, and we we play a lot of this stuff live, and it's it's we kind of tap into that no matter where the like what religion it happens to come from or whatever. It's kind of irrelevant. Um, it, there's a human feeling and a real deep emotion behind a lot of these songs and why they were have been sung for generations. Um, and kind of in the folk tradition of handing things down from one person to the next, we decided that um, that we've been doing this and not knowing it um, in our live shows, and so we decided that that let's do an album. It'll be 16 songs. It's it's a lot of music, um, and we'll put it out in June. Um, and we're we're looking forward to it. We're having fun doing it. And then it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I, I can excited. actually absolutely see that being a great album to sit around and listen yeah. to. Yeah, just a just a singer, you know, just. Melodies that even if you don't know them, you kind of somehow like, have I heard that before? There's familiarity there. And, and people have, you know, there, there's phrases in these songs that make their way into lots of other songs. And there's this whole historical, I guess, chain of, of creativity. That, yeah. I don't know. People yeah. people have a connection to it in some form or fashion, whether they know it or not. Yeah, I mean, it's it's my my grandparents, when they were alive, uh, they lived in Votal, Texas, which is up in the Piney Woods, outside yeah. of Rye. I don't there know you if go. you're familiar with, uh, it used to be Red Arrow, then it was Chain of Lakes. Now it's the Artesian Retreat. I know exactly where that is. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so you go about another 15 miles up, and you hang a left, and you drive another four miles in the woods, and you were at my grandparents' house, which is a great place to grow up yeah. and spend a lot of time. But the church there on Sunday is just sitting around and with everybody singing those old tunes is something that I'll never forget. For yeah. one, because I mean, the, there wasn't much harmony going on, right? right. right. And, but it's something that you appreciated because everybody was singing with with a passion. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. What they had. Yeah. yeah. And in that community, we we play in a place called Edge, um, which is kind of northeast-ish of Bryan College Station area, um, and it's a very similar place. Where like the locals that go to Edge, this general store we play at, they can't sell alcohol at all because they're like 50 feet from a church, and so the whole if the general store and the church it's all in one parking lot. Um, so of course we BYOB. Don't don't think of we're course. crazy. Yeah, but uh, but the people that go there like there's one lady is like you know I I baptized in that church 93 years ago like so she's been in that you know so so that singing tradition and the people and the community and all that stuff it's very 
it's very deep and entrenched, and it's it's just it's interesting. It's there's some deep stuff. Yeah. yeah I'm, so I'm looking forward to this album, you guys, man. It's gonna be oh, it's thanks, gonna be good. Man. It's gonna be real. What other? You have some shows coming up. Actually, a lot of shows coming up. We, we do. do. Yeah. yeah. Spring kind of took off, and I never remember a calendar, so let you handle that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be at um, we'll be at EQ Heights um, first Thursday of every month. We're over at EQ Heights. Um, different songwriter every month. This month we've got uh, Charles Bryant, who's who's great, of course. Um, and then we've got Mystery Loves Company and Charlie Harrison and Brant Croucher's been on the show, and it, it just goes on and on. Like I said before, the town is so full of talent that. You know, 12 Thursdays a year aren't enough. Yeah. Um, but we'll be in Bryan College Station the first weekend in March, um, and then we're doing a we're doing a show with um, down in Clear Lake with uh, the Grizzly Band, and a little group called Son of Bitch um, on uh, Friday, March 10th at yeah. Union Tavern. Union Tavern's a good spot. Grizzly Band is a phenomenal band. They They're are. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic guys. We get there a lot with uh, with uh, Blackgrass Gospel as well. And yeah, that's another are, phenomenal band. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're good. the sweetest guys. Although I probably shouldn't say that on air and give right. them away. But yeah, you know, you know, you don't <laughs> I mean, hurt their reputation ass. any. Yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> super badass. There you yeah, go. they're so tough. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's going to be a good yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, we're excited yeah. about it. We're very excited. Unfortunately, I will not be in town, or I would be at that show. Yeah. Because I, I highly recommend anyone that's listening to go check out that show because you're going to have some really good bands playing. Yeah, but we've got a lot of stuff, you know, on the website, griftersandchills.com, or, you know, we get on Facebook as we can. We're, when we even got that Tweeter thing going on, it, like sometimes I'll put something on Tweeter um, or that Instagram. So we do our best with social. Um, but the website, griftersandchills.com, has got the whole list of shows where you can go, and, and uh, if you just want to stalk us, you know, we'd, we'd, love to, we'd love to see you. We'd love to say hi. We'd love to share a beer and a song with you. Uh, these days, I don't know. It's when we go out and play shows. It, it just feels more critical that we all come together as people and join together in person and share a beer and a song. It just seems important these days. Yeah, there's only there's a few things in, in the world that actually bring people together, and beer and music are two of the biggest ones. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, John, and Rebecca, man, it's always great to see you guys. Likewise. Thank you, John. Thanks so for coming and you. hanging out, and uh, yeah, thanks for coming again on Drink of Ages. Right on, man. All right. Thank you. All right, we're gonna wrap this show up real quick, and what? Oh. Yeah, we're gonna wrap this show up real quick, and uh, Bell's Brewing Company is this episode's sponsor. And if you want to find some of the Bell's Brewing Company beers, man, you can find it all over town. Some delicious stuff. And if you have never tried the Two-Hearted L, you need to get some and also get some of the Am I Right or Am I Realo IPA brewed just for Texas by Bell's Brewing Company. You can listen to any of the old shows by going to drinkofages.com or on iTunes and listen to what we have done. We're on episode 204 I think right now. So we've got a few in the books. Come by next week, next Wednesday, to Drink of Ages Pub if you want to hear some more of this and hang out with us at Drink of Ages. All right, everybody be safe and talk to everybody next week. <laughs>